What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Just Do It. I'm your friend Cody, and it is so good to have you with me today. We are going to have a great show because today we are going to be going over your answers to questions that I put out on Facebook. And if you would like to submit a question over on Facebook or if you would like to answer a question that I put out on Facebook and possibly be featured in a future episode of the show, you can go to the link down in the show notes and it'll be there for you, ready for you to just go ahead and either ask away or answer away whatever you're feeling on this fine, beautiful day. I'm assuming it's a pretty day. You know, it's it, currently here today as I record, it's, it's pretty. Uh, it's a little hot. I don't really care for that. But it's okay. Uh, so let's get into these questions because we've got a lot to go over. Let's go. So our first question over on Facebook, I ask you, what's something that you've seen but you still can't explain? And we got some very interesting answers, the first of which comes from my lovely wife, Sarah, who says, I saw a Florida panther on Highway 26. Yes, she did. Uh, I happened to be with her. We were on our way from our hometown in Wiggins uh, going down to Loosedale, and it was a dark night. I don't know exactly what night it was or what we were going to do. There's really no telling, but I remember we were driving down the road, and she said it was over to the to our left. She said, look, did you see that? And I said, what? She said it was another one of those cats. Now, the reason she said another one of those cats is because this was the second time, this was the second time she has seen one, and it's the second time that we've been in a car and that I did not see it. Now, I believe her because there is plenty of evidence that those things are down here, but the first time we were actually on on Highway 63, and I happened to look down. I looked down probably just to adjust my phone or something. I don't know what I was doing, but... In the moment that I looked down, Sarah said, what was that? And I'm like, what? Like, I don't, I don't know. What was it? She said, it was a huge cat. I said, a huge cat? She said, yes. And she described it to me. She said it was long, very big, and had a long tail. And I knew immediately what it was. I said, well, that sounds like a Florida panther. She said, well, it crossed the road right in front of us, and it was huge. And she, she was like beside herself she was like i can't believe i just saw that she said, you didn't see it i'm like no i didn't I, I looked down for a split second that's all it took it crossed the road and then she saw another one on highway 26 and i was there both times and neither time did i see it how unfortunate for me the next answer comes in from cousin rabbi and he says one time while hunting as it got dark we sit there until it gets dark enough that we can't see anymore well, right before we got down to leave, four of us seen a greenish tint light in the sky, and it just faded away. The strange thing is that all four of us were all in different areas, and we all saw it. Two of us were, in a, were a good mile away from each other and still saw it. Crazy stuff. I've had something like this happen to me. Uh, I don't know what it was, but I remember being a kid and being in the back seat of the car. And if I'm not mistaken... I'm pretty sure my mama and granny were driving me around to look at Christmas lights. But anyway, I remember laying in the back seat and I saw what looked like a, I'm guessing it was like a shooting star or something. It went down and then, and that's, you know, I've seen that before. That's not really, it's not really that big of a deal. It's pretty cool, but it's nothing unusual. What was unusual is 
it looked like it went over behind the tree line and then there was a huge bright green light. I don't know what it was, but it sounds very similar to what Robbie is describing here. The only unfortunate thing for me is I was the only one who saw it in the car and I was like, what was that? They didn't know what I was talking about. It's fine. But the fact that all four of these guys saw it, man, that's crazy. I wonder, I wonder what that was because surely it's some kind of like atmospheric break of light or something. I don't know. That's beyond my pay grade. Let's see. And the last answer to this question comes from Bethany. And she says, this may sound absolutely stupid, but I believe it was spiritual. I was driving home from church after going out to eat and passed a dog on a back road. And for some reason, it stood out to me and made me feel off. When I pulled up at my house a few minutes later, I put the car in park. And when I went to step out, the dog was on my front porch. I freaked out and started rebuking it. And then when I looked back up from praying, it was gone. Still have no clue whose dog it was or where it went. Sis, I understand. Uh, First of all, it doesn't sound stupid. I completely believe and agree with you that it very well could have been something spiritual. Uh, You just never know, you know? Like when stuff like that happens to a child of God, I've I've seen some stuff. I've dealt with some stuff that other people would say, oh, it's it's ghosts. It was paranormal. It was like a, uh, did you, you know, the ghost dog. We know that that's not what, what it was, that if it was anything, it was either a very creepy, natural dog, or it was indeed something spiritual. I'm kind of leaning with you towards that, yeah, it was probably something spiritual. I'm based on the fact that when you started praying and rebuking it, the dog went away. Look, stuff like that, that ain't fun. Like, I don't care who you are. You don't want like a random, scary dog that makes you feel that off feeling just being there on your porch. You know, we had a, this is unrelated to her dog story, but we had a dog that's been hanging out around the house that has been causing a lot of problems and he's just a natural dog. He's just a, you know, I kind of feel sorry for him a little bit. I've mostly been mad at him because he's like gotten into the trash. And there was one evening where uh, one evening, I (laughs) more like four evenings in a row that I had to pick up the trash that he had scattered. There was one load of trash that he just continued to get into. And it's not like I could take it anywhere. Like it was already out by the road. It's already been scattered, but he just kept getting into it. Uh, Finally, he is no longer here. I don't know where he went. I'm thinking maybe our neighbor took ownership of him because there was one time when he was out in the yard uh, the dog came over to our yard. That's another thing. He would come over here and bark at me like I was doing something wrong for being here. But anyway, I think the neighbor has him because there was one time he did that, and I was I, ooh, I was ready. I went outside, and I was like, ah, you know, like us country folks do. I get on out of here and clap my hands at him, and he ran so fast. He went straight over to the neighbor's house, and then he stood there in the yard and – uh, and, and continued barking from over there. So I'm thinking maybe the neighbor might have took ownership of him. I hope so because he really did obviously need a home and needed someone to like take care of him. But with that being said, I haven't seen him. So maybe the neighbor took him inside or maybe he's taking him to the animal shelter or whatever. All I know is he's not here anymore and he's not getting into my trash. 
But uh, but thanks for your answers to that question. I really appreciate it. And listener, if you haven't already answered the question, what's something that you've seen but you still can't explain? I would love to hear from you on that. Okay, so our next question is, uh, let's see here. What What's the worst experience that you've ever had in an airport or on a plane? Now, we got several answers here on this question. The people have been through some stuff on some planes. Um, we got to start with the infamous story of my brother Tyler, who simply states, I threw up on a strange man when I was eight. Uh, if you are familiar with the podcast, The Table, that uh, my brother and I used to host, you've heard us tell this story many times of uh, young Tyler, who had uh, partaken of too much orange juice on a flight and unfortunately uh, threw up on a strange man at the age of eight years old. Uh, that man, I guarantee you, still remembers Tyler to this day and has probably told that story of the little kid who threw up on him on a plane. Uh, let's see. Rusty says, I've only flown twice. Congratulations, brother. I, that's wonderful. Uh, but the second time on the way home, my coworker decided to get drunk before we boarded and continued to drink even after we were on the airplane. TSA took his word that his, quote, decorative, unquote, tequila bottle was empty. It was not. Probably one of the most embarrassing things I've been through. He was talking to everyone around him loud enough for the people all the way at the front to hear. Needless to say, I didn't wait on him to get off after we landed, and I've never flown since. Bro, I don't blame you. That sounds rather unfortunate. I would have been very embarrassed especially when you're in a situation like a plane like when you're when you're in that situation specifically on a plane where there's nowhere you can go like what do you do other than just sit there and be embarrassed so i can understand uh that sounds absolutely horrible and you know flying is stressful enough without all that going on which is why i congratulated you on the fact the fact that you've only flown twice like that's great man uh, sorry you had to go through that, but thank you for sharing that. Uh, your pain has brought us joy today. Let's see. Alicia says, almost got arrested slash fined for forgetting to put my taser in my luggage. Also, tasers are illegal in Massachusetts. Um, Yeah, I didn't know that, but I'm glad to know that now. I cannot imagine having this happen to me. Like, this is one of my worst fears would be to like, like I said, airports and airplanes are already stressful enough, but when something like this happens, it's like truly an innocent, you know, it's a mistake. You didn't mean to uh, forget about your taser. You didn't mean to, like, you're not trying to smuggle it on board. And maybe you didn't even know that it's illegal in Massachusetts, so you don't know, like, to not have it. It's terrifying, the thought of them, like, scanning your bags, and then you see, or they see something that's in there, and they, like, pull you to the side and now they got to search you. They got to take you to the back room or what? Oh, it gives me anxiety just thinking about it. But thank you so much for sharing that. Let's see here. Bobby says, uh, pilot did a barrel roll on the way to Austin once had another try to land like five times in Cordova, Arkansas, but couldn't because of the wind. Yeah. On the barrel roll thing, I would have passed out. I'm, I'm pretty confident that my body would have went into some sort of state where it just shuts down and not able to be in the situation. 
I would have just completely passed out. Because there was one time we were on a plane, it was me and my mama, and we hit turbulence. We were on our way home from California. I want to say we were flying into Texas, and then from Texas we were going to be flying to Gulfport. But the big flight out of the two was from uh, Sacramento, California to Texas. Well, it's nighttime. It's relatively dark inside the plane, very dark outside the plane, and we hit turbulence, and it is the worst turbulence that I've ever experienced so far. I was absolutely terrified, and that was just like normal turbulence. I was just fairly new to flying, so to me, it's like the worst thing in the world, and we're all going to die. But for to be in a plane and a pilot do a barrel roll, no thank you. I will pass on that. And then to try to land like five times, that just... I mean, it says here that he couldn't because of the wind. I guess I understand that because, like, it's the wind. But at the same time, like, you're you're a pilot. I think we need to figure out how to do it once, you know, the first try, maybe maybe two tries. Five times just seems a little too much. The next one, uh, it's from my sister, Brittany. Hello. It says, uh, plane problems in... DFW, which caused an overnight layover with a six-month-old and absolutely no clothes for any of it. Toothbrushes, nothing. Never will make that mistake again. Oh, dear. I cannot imagine. Like, it's one thing for that to happen to just you. Like, that's bad enough. But for for it to have, for, you know, to have the six-month-old and to not be prepared for that kind of thing, yeah, that's that's the worst. That's not fun at all. I definitely don't recommend that. Uh, let's see. She also says, uh, so if you ever fly, just make sure you have an emergency set for as uh, for an unexpected overnight stay somewhere. It was also 11 p.m. at night, so we couldn't go shopping anywhere or anything. No, that's that makes it even worse. It's like you can't do anything. Oh, no. What a terrible time. I'm so sorry you went through that, Britt. Hope that never happens ever again. Let's see. Trey says, uh, my worst experience flying turned into one of my best experiences when I was scared stiff the moment before takeoff. I didn't know what to expect, but when the pilot gave it full throttle and we shot into the air, it was one of the most awesome feelings in my life. I had a similar experience the first time we flew. Uh, I really was scared. Uh, the first time we ever flew, and I say we because it was me and my mom all together, I had that moment of when I was in the plane, and the plane began to move. This this dread, this fear came over me, and I was I thought to myself, and I, I may or may not have said out loud to her, I said, "There's no going back. Like there's no, this is it. I'm go I'm going to fly." I didn't I don't remember being excited about the takeoff. I don't remember I don't remember it being something that I in particularly enjoyed. You know, takeoff. Well, let me think about this. To be fair. It was a relatively small plane. It was pretty rough, but uh, I think landing is worse than takeoff, in my opinion. Um, but that's just, you know, that's just in my experience, and I haven't had a whole lot of experience. But anyway, all right, that was all for that question. Thanks to everyone who submitted an answer. We appreciate it, uh, listener. If you would like to submit an answer to that question, uh, let me know. What's the worst thing that you've ever had happen to you in an airport or on a plane? So our last question now for this episode uh, is, what's something in your life right now that you never thought you'd have? Now, we also got a lot of uh, answers to this question. Uh, some of them were really, really touching. Let's see here. 
We're going to start with James, who says, well, me and my wife have the same year making model vehicles, just in different colors. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, bro. That's a beautiful thing. Alyssa says, this is going to sound really weird, but self-acceptance. I'm actually okay with who I am as a person. Sis, I feel you, and that's not weird at all. I'm so happy that you feel that. Self-acceptance is a beautiful thing, you know? It's a it's an admirable thing. A lot of people struggle with that, and the fact that you were able to have that now, uh, I'm very happy for you and proud of you. That's a wonderful thing. Uh, my sister Delana says, a husband. She has a great husband. His name is Tyler. It's not to be confused with my brother Tyler, but there's another Tyler. And uh, she married him. And he's a great guy. He is a, a fantastic drummer, fantastic just human being, man. Comes from good people. Couldn't have been happier with the guy that my sister uh, married. So I'm thankful for Tyler. Shout out to Tyler Gravely. Brittany says, two car wrecks in the space of four months. Only getting it back exactly a month before the next wreck happened. Totaling it and not being able to find another. Adulting is fun. Sis, I saw this on Facebook and oh my goodness. I am so sorry this happened to you. I couldn't believe it when I saw the first wreck. That was bad enough. But then when I saw the second wreck, it just blew my mind. And I I am so sorry that it happened that way. Adulting is definitely not fun at times. But you know what? Uh, kudos to you for hanging in there. Uh, I hope that everything is working itself out for you. And uh, I'm just glad nobody was hurt. Thank God for that. Courtney says, uh, a daughter, but here I am with one. I don't know why, but I always knew I was going to have all boys when I had kids. Out of my 12 cousins, there are only three of us are girls. My husband's mom and dad together had mostly boys until the last one. The whole time I was pregnant, I kept thinking she'd get here and they'd say, oh, she's actually a boy, but she wasn't. I remember in the operating room, Robbie said, Courtney, she's really a girl. And of course, this is Robbie's wife, Courtney. Their daughter is absolutely precious. I love her so much. And she, you know, there's one thing about it. Robbie will never be able to deny her. She looks just like him and she is this, she's the funnest, coolest little baby. I love her so much, and I can't wait to see her again. And they were nice enough in this comment to post a picture of her. Uh, she is absolutely beautiful and so sweet. Thank you all for uh, answering this question. Trey says, honestly, I never believed I'd make it to 30 years old. I lived a crazy life for a few years in my late teens and legitimately never believed I'd make it this far in life. I feel you, man. Uh, I felt the same way. Back whenever I was uh, a lot younger, I genuinely believed I was going to pass away before the age of 15. It was really a spiritual thing, like it was something the enemy was really fighting me with. I had a lot of fear in my life at that time, a lot of sorrow, a lot of uh, just sadness over situations and things. And one of those situations was living life genuinely thinking you're going to pass away at 15. And I would like this is stuff that I would have to talk with my grandma about and be like, look, I, I am so I look back on it. And I wonder if I didn't have some sort of depression, like not to take that lightly or anything. But when you live and you genuinely believe, like imagine being 14 and then your birthday comes around or your birthday's a month away and you really think that you're going to pass away at 15 like that. It, ugh, what a terrible time. So I feel you there. Let's see what's next here. Uh, Cindy says, a dog in my house. 
<laughs> I understand. I, you know, I would like to have a dog, but we just don't have the lifestyle for a dog. We we have the lifestyle for a cat. We have a cat. His name is Link, and he is pretty self sufficient. Like he he just does he just does his thing. And I'm surprised he hasn't walked in here because I just noticed that I have left the door slightly ajar. Usually he just eases his way on in here, unless he's in here and I don't know it. But uh, yeah, I feel you there. I can't imagine ever having a dog again. Uh, life would have to change pretty significantly uh, for us to get a dog. So thank you for your answer to that question. Ashlyn says, uh, the ability to speak in tongues. Yes, sis. She recently received the Holy Ghost, and we are so happy for her. We are very thankful. It is a beautiful thing to be able to speak in another language as the Spirit gives utterance. Uh, so happy for you, Ashlyn. Thank you so much for your answer to this question. Harley says, kids. Me and my husband had a mutual agreement that we never wanted children. Six years and two daughters later, and now we take back every word we said before. You know what? That's a beautiful thing as well. Uh, they have some very sweet daughters, and wow, uh, it's a you know having kids after you know you never say never, never say never. That's what I've always heard. And situations like this prove it true. Uh, thank you so much for your answer. Adrian says an Android phone, good grades in any advanced mathematics class. The list goes on and on. Yeah, I didn't think you'd ever have an Android either, bro. But at least you got a cool one. You know what I mean? <laughs> at least you didn't just get like a ain't just anything like you actually have a, a cool one that folds and does fancy stuff and it's basically a, a little mini tablet in your pocket uh, that's pretty cool still sad that you're no longer apostolic but that's okay we love you anyway uh Daisha says a job in the medical field i always thought i'd be a teacher or work with computers i feel that fam and look shout out to all of our medical field workers you guys are absolutely amazing god bless you during this time especially uh, we need you now more than ever, and we're praying that God will continue to give you strength to do what you've been called to do every day. We appreciate each and every one of you. My sister is a nurse, and I am very proud of her and thankful for people like her and like all of you that do what you do. Uh, thank you so much. Frederick says, a comfortable lifestyle. I feel that, bro. Uh, Jade says, peace. In the midst of the storms my family had this year, I didn't know how or when it would come. Sis, I know you've been through a lot, and I am so glad that you have peace. You know, the Bible says that uh, his peace is a peace that passes all understanding, and it's in, it's in situations like yours where uh, I think that we've, we see that is actually true. Uh, you experience that. You experience that peace that when really it doesn't seem like you should have peace. It doesn't seem like that... The situation would allow you to have peace, but yet here we are with peace. And it's just like the Bible says, it passes all understanding. And I'm so glad that you have that. And let's see here. The last one is uh, Vernon says, my family. I, You know what, bro? You have a great family and I, I love your family. I miss all of y'all so much. And thank you so much for uh, your answer to this question. Well, let's see here. I think that's all we have for today. I just wanted to give an example of what things are going to be like going forward here on the show. Thank you so much to everyone who uh, took the time to answer a question. And remember, uh, if you have a question that you would like to ask or if you want to answer a question, uh, go visit the socials, you know, because uh, we're going to be putting questions out and also taking your questions on the socials. You can also shoot an email and uh, I'll be getting back to you as soon as possible. 
And you know what? I think that's the show. We're going to call it a day with that. And again, thank you so much to everyone who took the time to answer a question. We appreciate it. We will be back with you very, very soon. And thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one.